Imagine your retirement plan as a ship sailing toward a horizon of rest and relaxation. But what if one leak could sink it all? Well, on today's episode, we spotlight some single oversights that could send your dreams to the bottom right here on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. Mike and Mark here to talk with you about investing, finance, retirement, and how one overlooked issue could maybe sink your retirement. We certainly don't want that. And since we're here in North Carolina, Mike and I both, uh, and we got the lovely Outer Banks with ships galore out there sunk to the bottom. Mm. I thought this was a good little analogy to play with and, and just have a conversation about how to avoid some of that. How you doing, Mike? You doing all right, buddy? I'm doing well. Uh, the idea of a ship uh, sounds really good. I'm not really great on ships when I get away from a place where I can't see the horizon real well. I'm That's scary. Kind yeah. of a dinker, you know, I have to get seasick feeling. Okay. okay. Can't go below deck, you know, yeah. I got to keep my eye on it. Okay. Have you ever but, gone um, uh, deep sea fishing? Yeah, yeah, I've done yeah. that before. Yeah. Uh, and and it was it was good, but I mean, I just had to be careful about it. But yeah. I, I do love the water. I love getting on the water and, and uh, even had a sailboat as a oh, nice. kid. Yeah. yeah I mean, so. the ocean's powerful. Like there's one thing to go out on lakes and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. you know, you get, you get a little bit out there on the ocean just, and it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's amazing, right? I mean, how powerful it, it is. is. So uh, yeah. it's one thing to be in the intercoastal waterway. It's another thing to actually right. be in the full on ocean, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I had a, a little uh, event occur one time on the intracoastal waterway down in Florida. Uh, we were in the Sebastian uh, Vero Beach area and I had rented a uh, pontoon boat for the day to take the family out on. And we were had gone down a little tributary and we're playing with some manatees in the water and um, uh, got ready to go and the boat wouldn't turn on. And so I, I didn't know a whole lot about this thing. I had rented it. We finally just had to call the Coast Guard and say, hey, we can't get this thing going. So he asked me a few diagnostic questions, and and uh, he mentioned something about a, a trip switch or something like that. I've forgotten now what it was. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing had fallen off the key fob onto the floor up underneath the, the deck, or mm. not the deck, but the dash there where mm-hmm. the steering wheel was. Right. And it, it won't allow the thing to fire. So Oh, jeez. We finally got that and, and kicked it over. But boy, I, he, he kept calling me. He says he'd come back and we'd try different things. And he'd come back to me and says, Captain of the pontoon boat dead in the water. That's how he referred to me. <laughs> Captain of the pontoon boat dead in the water. <laughs> that probably did not make you feel good. Yeah, I felt like I, you know, take my hat off here. Don't yeah. don't wear a hat. You don't deserve one. There, right you, now. there you go. There you go. Well, let's have some fun with this and let's have a conversation. Yeah. Obviously, it's not necessarily a fun topic. We don't want to sink our retirement. But, you know, so against, you know, kind of in celebration of that, uh, you know, the all those illustrious ships out there on the uh, Outer Banks. Uh, let's talk a little bit about how to avoid it, right? We don't want to end up in that same thing. So let's just start with the fact we're living longer, the possibility of outliving our money. I mean, that continues to grow. I mean, I know the world's kind of topsy-turvy right now, but the reality is, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we come up with all these different ways to kind of keep us around longer. And so if that's the case, you know, Mike, uh, you know, you've been doing this 45 plus years. You've seen a lot of changes right. in the financial services industry and also seen your, your clients like living longer right through the years. So. Yeah, sure do. And and there's a lot that goes into that. I mean, there certainly is that possibility about living your money. And when I say that, I mean, 
Yeah, outliving the things that you've accumulated on your own. If you've got Social Security, you're not going to outlive that per se, but that's not an easy thing necessarily to be the only source of income to live on. So, um, you know, having accumulated other funds is very important and, and certainly gives you a lot of freedom. Uh, eliminating debt so that you're not servicing debt with those accumulations or that income from Social Security. And if you happen to be of the uh, group that has pension uh, income still, that's wonderful and and, and all. But, right. you know, you, you really want to carefully examine what it's going to take to live the lifestyle that you would like to live. And you may find that you are just perfectly great with what you've got in terms of income resources and what you've been able to accumulate and not draw so much off of it that you take a chance of spending it down quicker than you want uh, so that you can use it for if you have a long life. Mm -hmm. But if you are in a situation where you realize, um, and and do this as early as possible, but you, you realize hey, this is not going to be really comfortable if I you know, retire at this point that I'm thinking I want to retire and I stop getting a paycheck. Maybe I turn on Social Security at that point or maybe I wait a little while so that I can maximize the amount of Social Security because the longer you wait, the bigger the checks will be for the long term. Of course, don't wait after 70 because that's as high as it goes. Is At age 70, they don't keep adding accrued benefit to it other than just annual cost of living increases. So you want to do it by then. But, um, you know, if you see that there's a gap, that there's not enough there, it's time to get serious yeah, and yeah. think about what am I doing with my money and analyze what are the expenses that I have? Uh, do I have debt? And maybe I need to get rid of that so that one, I can reduce what I do need to live on and two, um, have more money to accumulate toward reaching those goals. And, you know, it just it it just is a matter of discipline. Which oh, who loves that word, right? But it, yeah, it, but it is, it is, it, it and realism. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about things in a serious manner doesn't have to be sad or difficult or anything like that. It uh, it's just can be rather exciting, quite frankly. Kind of getting it all nailed down and know where you're going and what you have to do to get there, yep. and then doing those things. So. Yeah, that's how you take care of longevity risk. Know yeah, where you're indeed. going, how to get there, and what you need to do to make it happen. Well, you said something in there I wanted to kind of take into my next piece here. And you said, hey, maybe okay. you're completely happy with how things are set up, right? You've got the right numbers. It's looking good. And you've you've taken into account uh, the lifestyle that you want to live and even some longevity. But did you take into account the relentless creep of inflation? And I know uh, you didn't because so many people this past, what, two years have been like, oh my gosh, like, do I need to, <laughs> like, I'm really worried that, you know, uh, what's this going to do to my retirement plan? All this extra inflation, we've all this extra right. pricing we've been paying for, right? So even normal inflation, Mike, we have got to keep that in our in our mind because normal inflation can sink your retirement uh, boat, let alone this crazy inflation we've seen. Yeah, right. I mean, if you think that today, if you need five thousand a month to live on, that in twenty years you're going to need five thousand dollars a month in pure dollars to live on, nope. you're going to be sadly mistaken and yep. and in deep trouble if that's all you've accumulated for. But you know, when you think about inflation, it's been kind of weird the last few years, and it. Could continue to be for a while, or or uh, resolve down to where the Federal Reserve likes it to be, around the two percent range. But if you look back historically, inflation has run over periods of time anywhere from three to four and a quarter percent. And if you factor that kind of inflation into your planning as to how much do I need to accumulate 
to be able to have inflation of three to four and a quarter percent, then you have years like the eight or nine, whatever it was uh, a year or two, two ago. That's not going to bother you because you plan for three to four and a quarter and they've been running at one or two. And so you've not spent as much money as you maybe had thought you would need to. And you've been able to accumulate a bit higher that offsets for the higher years. And mm, yeah, so, you know, it, you, you, you want to plan for that. And, and it's um, it's not a difficult way uh, to or thing to figure out. It's just you put that variable into your planning to make sure you cover. Yeah. And again, at, l- at least basic info inflation, right? If nothing, you got to at least take that into account. So right. absolutely. So those are two things that can certainly sink the boat. Obviously another biggie, right? Is the long-term care conversation, nursing home stay, mm-hmm. whatever term you want to put on it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not even addressing it with the captain, <laughs> to use your story earlier, uh, if you're not even addressing it with the captain of the boat, how are you going to deal with it when it shows up? And Mike, unfortunately, it's seven out of every 10 people. So one mm. out of every three, right, are having a yep. long-term care event. It, hey, it only it might only be a two-year event, but it's still two years. Could be. Yeah. Right. I mean, it could be like when my grandma's was in for eight years. Uh, exactly. Longer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, people I've heard of being in, in care longer. And she was not in assisted living or independent living she was in um skilled nursing for eight years mm. and and that's big time uh, that's a lot of money uh to, and it's getting to be more and more expensive so you, you know you need to take that into consideration how will i finance that if you're single you know uh, if you have you got social security have you got a pension uh, have you accumulated the, the amount of funds i mean you may be in a situation where hey you know what i can sell where i'm living or i uh, and and have that cash, and and if I need to go into care, or I can have someone come in, and I've got enough pension, Social Security to handle it. Okay, so that's that's a, a scenario where you could self insure if you're uh, married and you have a spouse that um, uh, you you all have accumulated a lot of cash. Maybe you don't. Do, I, I met with some folks just recently that I, I after we got looking at things, we said, you know what, you could buy this long term care insurance if you want to insure your assets that you don't need to use them but you really aren't looking to try and pass millions and millions of dollars on and you could take some hits and still have millions and millions of dollars left yeah. uh, so self-insuring is an option it's not like everybody has to go buy it but i'll tell you what when people come to me and they already have long-term care insurance purchased they are a lot more free with how they go about their thinking about retirement planning uh, because you've knocked something out of the way. You don't have that impediment staring at you. That is more likely than not to be something that one of you uh, are going to experience if you're a married couple. My wife and I have long-term care insurance. We have um, the older style where you pay your premiums, and if you never use it, you just pay your premiums, and that's it. Um, right. There are newer products where you can structure them that you get your money back, or uh, that uh, if you don't use it, or you know whatever amount that you don't use of it. Uh, different ways, but long-term care. Uh, most people want to stay in their home. And, you know, there are things to think about there. Uh, do I want to have someone come stay in my home with me to take care of me, uh, being there multiple hours a day or full time? Do I want to be in a facility? Do I want to stay at home? You know, do I want to make adaptations to stay in my home? A lot of things to think about. Long-term care insurance can help pay for a lot of that stuff. Okay. Well, Mike, I got one more I want to touch on. And, you know, it's harder and harder anymore with what we do uh, and just having conversations to keep politics out of things. We try really hard to not get to one side or the other. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, the reality is, is everything that's happening in the world seems to get 
pulled into the pol- political conversation a little bit. And my mm. conversation here is going to be this, the thing that sinks your boat is taxes, rising taxes. And what we're yeah. seeing right now is we're seeing almost every state reporting that they're broke, right? That they Or they have deficits. Uh, there's yeah. a constant conversation about the influx of people that we've had and how do we pay for this and how do we handle that and, you know, so on and so forth. And so t- rising taxes just has to be and again, try not to get political, right? Just kind of stating the obvious that we have all these things happening. With that, with that being said, taxes are going to have to go up. I mean, they just yeah. they just have to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, e- even if they go up just because people are making more money and therefore paying more taxes, and the rates haven't increased, that still needs to happen. People need to make more money to pay more taxes because Congress. I don't care what party you're a member of, <clears throat> the majority of them don't know how to balance a budget. They they making more money than they need to. They got deals cooking on the side and all kind of stuff where they got money flowing and opportunities when they leave to get on boards and various things to continue the flow of cash. You know, they they are not thinking about us. They don't really represent us anymore. I'm sorry, but I just had to get a little political there. But I'm not being political on one party party side or the other. They both are stinkers, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, when when you think about th- that, uh, the potential for taxes rising. I mean, we're looking at just a few years down the road here in 2033, 2034. The Social Security trust fund is uh, projected to go br- bust unless something happens right. to change that, and and it's going to take more taxes. How do you do it? There are some ways. Uh, we just discussed that in our newsletter that went out. Uh, I think it was the fifth or sixth of this month of February, and there are bills being proposed. But to get everybody on the page to do that, it's hard. And so you're probably going to see taxes increase. And for instance, the tax bill that was passed in late 2017 and took effect in 2018 that lowered the brackets down to the starting point of 10% and um, uh, lower than what they had been on the high side, that is set to expire at the end of 2025. That is less than two years away. And what happens is in 2026, we go back to the tax brackets and the lower standard deduction, just on and on and on. Tax uh, Child tax credits go away uh, like they were. You go back to dependent exemptions and all kind of stuff. Yeah, like 22 right now goes to 28, uh, Uh you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, they go back to the prior minute. So it was basically the Obama administration. Uh, yeah, tax. yeah, you know, ten goes to fifteen, ten, yep. twelve go to fifteen, so forth. And so, if so, they do nothing, which they're really good at, taxes yeah. are going up. But you also know it's an election year, and you also know uh, that if the incumbent gets back in, now they feel empowered because they only got either whoever wins of the two mm-hmm. people that are probably going to be running. Right? Let's be honest. You're only yep. going to get four years of either one of them. Right? And by the way, they're not going to be running. Um, they're both going to be walking. Well, true. They're who, they're, <laughs> they're both going to be hobbling, maybe. Uh, but <laughs> right. either way you're only getting four years of them so it's mm-hmm. potentially possible that one of them makes a ta- you know a, a tax change you know yeah. so if the incumbent gets back in maybe they make a change or, mm-hmm. or they just let it happen and they let it sunset if the other right. party gets back in maybe they just say hey we're going to continue extending on the tax cuts that we put in the first time so we don't right. know so either way again if they do nothing which they're good at they're just going to mm-hmm. go up yeah and and if you have really um the presidency is important, of course, because he has ultimate veto power. And if you don't have, you know, a real bipartisan, heavy bipartisan uh, passage, <laughs> and of clearly bill, we don't, right? Yeah. Veto, yeah, right. But um, you know, if if you have divided Congress, then it, it gets tough there. You know, one house is one party, and the other is the other. You know, that gets tough. So yeah, I mean, but even without that, even without the politics of it, 
we got thirty, uh, almost thirty-five trillion dollars of debt. I mean, mm-hmm. we in and our military is suffering because of all the things we're involved in, and we need to be strong, or else uh, our recruiting numbers get, are down, our funding is yeah. down for it. I mean, it's it's a hot exactly. mess right now. It's a hot mess. A lot of needs and yeah. a lot of waste, and uh, so they they will have to increase taxes at some point, yeah. some way. I would imagine. Yeah. So you, you want to think about that and manage toward that. Um, and, and, you know, ways to do that just simply, you know, get money positioned so that you don't have taxes uh, on that money in retirement uh, or, you know, structure so well, that you can minimize the tax and have flexibility as to where you take money from. To, and stuff to your so, point, Mike, you got $35 million in debt and a $41 trillion sitting out there in non-taxed money at this point in retirement accounts. Mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. old bullseye on that, right? Not to scare yeah. people, but that's a heck yeah. of an iceberg to tie this back in to hit your boat. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> uh, be, yes. be careful and just have a strategy, have a plan. Tax a efficiency strategy. is is really one of the major pieces. I mean, there's so many pieces to retirement, but tax efficiency can make or break the whole deal. Really, truly it can. Sure can. So yeah, sure. got to get a strategy, got to get strategic. And that's what Mike does at Strategic Planning. So if you need some help, get on the calendar, reach out to him at spcinvesting.com. As he just said, uh, he's got the newsletter that comes out monthly. If you'd like to pick that up, you could probably re- uh, sign up for that on the website. But if you'd like, just give them a call. You can just go right on the website, let them know that you're looking for some help. Uh, tell them you'd like to get the newsletter. Whatever you need to do, lots of good tools, and uh, tools, tips, and resources there at spcinvesting.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple or Spotify or YouTube as well. Mike, thanks for hanging out and, uh, and talking boats and finance with me. Been great sailing with you today, Mark. Thanks so much. <laughs> so smooth. So smooth. Uh, All right, my friend. We'll see you next time right here on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. Bon voyage. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.